1: Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, the midday show with Andy and Randy with you here on a Tuesday afternoon. Final hour for us. Still tons to get into. Brandon Adams is going to join us, host of the Dog Nation Daily Podcast, 20 minutes from right now. We'll talk some college football with him, fresh off the cruise, by the way. Find out if any punches were thrown with Michigan fans or otherwise. We'll get to the big story of the day in just a couple of minutes as well. Falcons are filling out their coaching staff, as are other teams around the NFL, or not. In the case of the Seahawks and the Commanders, we'll get there in just a second. And then, of course... The AMA to wrap things up at 140. Any question, any topic, phone lines will be open at 404-726-0929. Great phone calls yesterday. Yeah. Let's do that again today.
3: Well, you know, usually when, when you Christmas shop for your wife on Christmas or Valentine's, you, know, you, you might want to get her something little, you know, something we'd like to see. Yeah, some sex, some sex, and everything, you know. And and that's usually the only time you buy it. I wouldn't go draw shopping for my wife because she— Just like a random yeah, April yeah, day? She, yeah, she'd be just—yeah, yeah, she'd be walking around with, with nothing. No, you mm-hmm. know, ass out, draws and everything like that. But anyway, so yesterday she comes. She's like, "I got a surprise for you." I'm like, okay, babe. What you got? She comes. And says, close your eyes. I close my eyes, Andy, and there she is, holding her hands, a pair of drawers with her face on the front.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, okay. Yes.
3: male or for for her, you or her? For me. For, okay, got yes. It, got some it, got black, it, got some drawers. Got, got it. Uh, yeah. I wear a boxer briefs mm-hmm. with her face on the front, and said, "Do you like them?"
1: <laughs>
3: yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of I mean, scary. It's a loaded question. It's kind of scary. The and answer, it's like, and it's like it's holding a bazooka, like her, like she got the arm motion like that, like.
1: But it okay yeah. So the bazooka supposed to yeah, be yeah. okay, but All it's right.
3: very very intimidating. That's wild. Yeah, like, very intimidating. That's like that's a lot going on. Yeah, but I, my thing. She said, <laughs> "Do I like it? I don't like it, Andy. You don't like it? No. So what'd you say though? I, did, I of course I don't like. You it. said you like it. Yeah, yeah. Like, she this, must not be listening right this, now. No, she's not. Okay. But the thing about it is, this, this, this ring I wear on my finger every day. Mm-hmm. That's that's your that's your, that's your that's your leash to me. Mm-hmm. Be putting on draws. That means she owns me, Andy. I think that <laughs> I, I, I thought that process out. I was like, that's mean that like is this like like blood in the spaghetti? Yeah, I don't know. That's uh, would you wear? Would you wear if your wife got you with? Sure. You,
1: yeah. You would? He's driving home listening right now. I'd do anything my wife said. <laughs> Bo?
3: No, man, I don't know. That'd be weird. what like, would you do that? If I Tara don't... got her face, like, on your it's draw, in the front, Would I wear them? Yeah. Would I wear with her face on it? Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Why not? Yeah, I think I would. Really? I mean, like, the bazooka thing's kind of funny. Like, yeah, I like That's like a, all right. I, I, I just, I don't, <laughs> it just
3: freaked me out, dog.
1: Cause i never seen that like that. Like, what? Uh, what inspired it? I don't know. Because that's know. what's interesting to me is, like, it's not your birthday coming up. I know. I guess Valentine's Day is in a couple
3: of weeks, but she gave it to you yesterday. Yeah, that's what I'm like. She was just thinking of you? To put her face on my drawers? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> maybe she wants you thinking of her throughout the day. I always do. Yeah, okay.
1: Well, so I don't look at my drawers all day. That's true. Like, very, you go to the bathroom a couple times, yeah. you know, and I guess maybe then.
3: I don't know. And there she is, <laughs> saying hi to you. There she is.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
3: <laughs> like I'm pulling out, I'm going to go to these bathroom. There she is. Yeah. Like damn, won't we get out some privacy? <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know, fellas. I mean, would you do it?
1: Yeah, I mean, if you got them for me, I'd wear them. Like if it's a gift, you Good. know what I mean. Like you gotta you gotta appreciate it and all that. But I probably would have some questions like you do. Yeah. Like. Why? Where'd this come from? What are you thinking? It's random. Yeah. It's marking your territory further? That's what like, I'm saying. Again, I wear this thing, I wear this right thing every day. I don't Everybody never, knows? I don't never
3: take it off. Gl- proudly
1: married. Happily married. I don't, I don't married.
3: never take it off, but I just uh, it threw me off. Because she's like, you know how you flap them out like that? <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> what did you think was going to be on them? I don't know. You didn't have any thoughts? I had my eyes closed. And okay. when she said open, and she flapped them. And
1: I saw her face. And like, oh, like so she got, got me some socks for uh, Christmas a couple years ago in my stocking that had Boone on it. A little different. <laughs> A lot different, yeah, a little different. Uh, but I got some boon socks, uh, so I guess just loved one
3: undergarments. I don't know, man. I mean, she's only gonna see them, but still, it's like, <laughs> so I, I gotta, I gotta get some. I think I'm a Mike make pose for. Them. Yeah, you know, You know, get the get, get the get, get the, uh, put a uh, put a pillowcase over the light. What picture was it? <laughs> <Our> first, <laughs> is it like what kind of faces she making? Oh. I'm
1: not good too. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Let's get to the big story of the day. Let's get to the big story of the day. Because I don't want to clock out. <laughs> he's making like a silly face. Brought you know? <laughs> <laughs> to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical treatment for joint pain. I
0: love him. I think he's you know he's a people person. He's um, and I think the players relate to him. Um, I think that's important in today's game. You got to yep. be able to relate to the players. You got to be able to know when to push, but when not to push. And I think that's a fine line. If you're going to be consistent day in and day out, if you show up and you're consistent and and you treat everybody the same, which is you know they say that, but it doesn't really happen because stars get treated differently than than, than grunts on a roster.
1: So that's Pete Prisco on the Steakhouse um, talking about what it takes to be a successful head coach in football these days. Um, I assume talking about Raheem Morris and the staff that he's putting together. Um, the news of the day is, from a Falcons perspective, that Jimmy Lake is going to be the defensive coordinator. Um, do people, like, what do you think of that? Because I know what I think of it, because he was a head coach of Washington and he wasn't good at it. So uh, I, I come with a little bit of a, of a um, bias I don't, with I don't, Jimmy Lake. I,
3: I, I try to, for the most part. Sometimes it, it, it doesn't work. I, I give them the benefit of the doubt, especially – coordinator to a head coach. Like, I don't always equate a bad head coach to a bad coordinator. No, absolutely. You know what I mean? So, I, I don't I, – I And mean, he was a good coordinator. Exactly. And so, that's what – I And I think that's much what he is viewed for more than mm-hmm. anything, is that like that. And so, I, that's how I always view it. Um, and I, and just like I'm, I'll go with, uh, you know, the, the offensive coordinator that he, that he got, the same thing with Jimmy. Like, I'm not going to say it's a slam dunk hire. You know, yeah. you just don't know.
1: Yeah, I know yeah. absolutely nothing about yeah. Zach Robinson, yeah, nothing. other than his resume, what Abe tells us about from from uh, talking to him years ago, and from being from that tree. Okay, well, Jimmy Lake's from that tree too, right? He coached for the Rams last year, so that makes him of that tree. How long do you have to be on a, in a tree to be a part but, of the tree?
3: Uh, but, I mean, but the thing about this, this thing about this whole McVay Shanahan thing—they were all together. They were all together. Jimmy wasn't. No, I'm talking about the offense. I'm yeah, talking about the yeah. offense. Yeah. They were all together in one co- in, in Washington. And mm-hmm. then they all started branching off from that staff right yeah. there and everything. Now,
1: Jimmy was with Raheem in Tampa. Yes. All those years ago. Yes. And then he kind of went the college route. He was in Boise with Peterson, mm-hmm. had some success there. And then he was Chris Peterson's uh, defensive he coordinator. Brought him over from Boise, right? Yeah, brought him okay, with him. Right. Brought him with him from Boise. Okay. And then he was the the coach in waiting, sort of thing. Like mm-hmm. he took over for Peterson when Peterson stepped down. And you know, I don't know, COVID happened, so that was weird. And then one bad year and weird sideline thing with the player and all that kind of stuff. Basically, got let go in part because of an. I don't know if you call it an altercation, but he got suspended for pushing a player on the sideline yeah. when he was at Washington, which you don't want to do. Try not to do that here. I think we probably avoid that one. We'll probably be good in Atlanta. Um, but, you know, I don't know. Hope. It's fine. I know, Yesterday when they hired him, everyone started hitting me up. They're like, hey, what do you know about this guy? And I was like, uh eh, well... Washington sucked. They lost to Montana and he got suspended for pushing a player. But then, but see, So I don't have but, a super high opinion. But of Jimmy that's thing work. about it. people will try to take
3: that right there. Yeah. And
1: already and already But then also yeah. the most players that you hear from really liked him. Most he was a great recruiter, and when he was a coordinator, he was really good. Yep. Yeah. So
3: But uh real quick, uh Anthony Davis out. Achilles hip. Oh man. Yeah. yeah, so he's not playing. Anymore. I hope he's okay. Yeah. yeah, he's not playing. I hope anymore. he's okay yeah. by Thursday. Yeah, yeah. he's not <laughs> playing. Anymore. Um so, so that means LeBron might be. Yeah. And so uh we're, the conversation we just had because before we went to break Ben Johnson. Yeah. Uh, the highly regarded offensive coordinator for the Detroit Lions has informed Washington and Seattle. I'm good. And now you see different stories of Dan Campbell, that 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 culture of Dan Campbell, then another tweet, well, maybe he wasn't as highly regarded as we thought. Maybe he didn't have – maybe he wasn't going to get – I don't know. I don't know. I don't yeah. know how it works or whatever. And then I actually – They you, both said, interviewed him yeah, today and yesterday. Yeah, and that's why I actually said, well, who does this open up the job? Because, yeah. obviously, somebody's getting bumped up that probably wasn't going to get the job. Because it felt – Pretty
1: much like Mike Ben Johnson Washington was, was going to get one of those two yes, jobs, whichever yes. one he wanted, he was, was going to. I get. thought he would. So he's off. So Bobby Slowick, I guess, is sort of okay. back in the mix. Okay, is Dan, the defensive coordinator from Baltimore?
3: Uh, he seems like that. that seems like Seattle might, Mike. Mike yeah. McDonald. He it's, interviewed it's, with both teams yesterday. It seems like and today. Seattle's like like is kind of leaning him. Okay, it seems that. That's just my thought process. No, no, no. Just reading up on stuff.
1: Dan Quinn still out there could then, be a Washington could hire. Be a Washington
3: hire right there.
1: Just I mean I don't know. Belichick get back in the mix. Well they didn't is start he in with the mix? Him. Is
3: he, was he ever in it? I don't think he's ever in it. Yeah, see in the mix. Yeah, so I mean that's that's just one of the things where you know he um, you know it's always you always want to pick the right job, especially when you're in his situation because he's Detroit's offense going to be good as hell again next year. Yeah, and he's going to be up for another, he's going whatever job comes open next year. He's going to be out there for those also. Yeah, it's just basically about picking the right spot for you.
1: That's wild because I don't know when we talk about these job openings and these these coaches feels like some – I wouldn't be surprised if that's kind of what Vrabel did a little bit. He was like, you know what, I'm going to be a hot name for a while. I'll see what's out there next year. Because he got fired a little bit later in the process this year, so maybe he didn't have the the time that he would have wanted to, to look at these jobs. Mm-hmm. Like, Vrabel's going to get a job when he's ready to get a job, I right. feel. Um, like, Ben Johnson feels to me like it's a one-of-32 kind of 32 guy. Like, I understand he's a really sought-after offensive coordinator, but, like, Seattle and Washington aren't good enough jobs for you? Like – it's odd. I mean, but that's what I'm saying. If that's what, what it is. If that's what it is. Unless the, he just interviewed poorly. Uh, because sometimes that it, happens. It does happen. I it, mean, d- it
3: does happen. And that's when you go back to, you know, um, like, wait, waiting wait, wait your turn. That's what I was saying. When you wait your turn. Like, slowly, can, can he do the same thing? Is he that anxious to be here? There's 132. I, I get it. Granted. But are you that anxious? Because – only you know if you're ready for this job or something like that. Yeah. And a lot of people go into it like, hell it's one of thirty. Gotta do it. I gotta, gotta do, do it. Gotta do it. And then it doesn't and work out. And then it doesn't work out. Yeah. Instead of maybe getting a little bit more season and yeah. maybe a better job comes yeah, up.
1: Yeah, I mean with Slowick, it all kind of not that you can just duplicate what just happened, but it all it's very uh, symmetrical to what just happened in in uh in with the Texans. They got the second overall pick, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> second overall pick yep. last year they're gonna take a quarterback he had great success yep. with the second overall quarterback last year yep. the gm that they hired is from san fran so he knows him from his days in san fran yep. like slow it feels like he's gonna have an opportunity to yep. turn that job down if yep. if yeah, he I wants mean, but that's the,
3: the thing with it is everything because everything lines up you go get dan quinn first question is who's going who's going to coach our offense and yep. so does he keep because the enemy eric is still on staff daryl bevel I, I was gonna be my <laughs> next name. That was gonna be my next name. Or Schottenheimer. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> somewhere Brian Schottenheimer. Brian Schottenheimer. Maybe. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, yeah, no, we're good. Yeah. Good on that one. Um, yeah, interesting. I don't know. I thought Ben Johnson was, was a shoo in to get one of these jobs. There's also remember the rumor with him from the very beginning was that he was gonna ask for fifteen million dollars yeah, a year. You remember that? Maybe he did.
3: Maybe he did. Maybe, it seems like they, we're not gonna pay you maybe fifteen million. And they said,
1: Man, you don't go kick. Are you rocks. kidding me? Fifteen million dollars? <laughs> You never, you been never a head had a coach, coach before. before. So? So, I want it. I want 15 mil.
3: And I want to have all personnel control. I want everything. Yeah. All right, well, we're going to go with another guy then. Yeah, I'm not saying that he said that, but yeah. I don't know. That's a little we're weird. We're just throwing theories out yeah. there. Yeah, oh. But I'm just saying, like, if Dan gets that job. Which? The Washington job. Mm-hmm. Because do you think, do you see Dan in Seattle? I don't. I mean, either. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, it does not. That's what I'm But I said. I'm not saying it
1: won't happen, but it doesn't
3: make sense it, it, to me. Because you're going back, you're to going me, to a younger
1: Pete. T- to me, they yep. got to reset. Like, this will be the first time in 25 years they haven't had like a. One of those guys. Like, went the from, they went from Holmgren, mm-hmm. and then there was one year of Jim Mora Jr. and it flamed out, and then they went to Carroll. Yes, since like the year 2000, right? It's been Mike Holmgren and Pete Carroll. Mm-hmm. Like,
3: I think you got to go a little younger and try to restart. That's why I think McDonald makes yeah, sense. It does. That's why I think McDonald makes yeah. sense, especially with all that young talent on defense. On but defense, it'll yeah. go back to him. Who's going to be your OC? Who's going to work with Gino? I don't know. Yeah, that's all. I'm sure he got somebody. Probably. It's probably no, but he might call. You know. You know, it's on, the, on the Ravens staff that's, that's probably due for offensive coordinator job, T. Martin. Oh, interesting. Yeah, T. Martin. Where's Byron Leftwich at? Uh, that's a damn shame. He's somewhere. I, I don't know where he is.
1: He was offensive coordinator
3: of a Super Bowl yep. team a couple years yep, ago. Yeah, sure was. Hmm. Oh, Most most of the fellas hit me up. They Their wife get their face on shirts most of the time. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, most of the time. Yeah, I heard of that before. Yeah. Not on the draw? Ain't never heard of it. Hold the bazooka. <laughs> <laughs> ain't never, ain't never... That's wild. Yeah, I don't... got like... You want to see him? Not well. Not on me. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I do. Uh, I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll talk to Brandon Adams coming up next. <laughs> no clue whether or not he's got underwear with his wife's face on it. We'll be right back. Sports Radio 92. Nine the game. now, an actual Andy and Randy listener. There's actually a few out there.
0: Welcome back to the Midday Show with Andy and Randy. Andy Bunker, Randy McMichael, two brothers from another mother. On Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. on
1: Sports Radio ninety two nine. Of the game. Midday show with Andy and Randy with you here. Twenty minutes away from the AMA. You all right?
3: Yeah.
4: I'm good.
3: I'm disappointed. What do you want? Uh, I don't know. Well, I like a boogie too. <laughs> This, uh, that sounds like I should be laying in a in a in a, in a meadow or something, you know, <laughs> laid up with a picnic basket. Yeah, man, maybe. Yeah. yeah, maybe. I don't need to be laid up with no picnic basket. Mm. I want uh, I need drinking beer and, and, and shooting hooch and that stuff.
1: Okay, well, I mean, well, yeah, I mean that last one, the, the one that so Brandon Adams is joining us. Yeah, BA. Yeah,
3: you don't want to you don't want on that cruise and got. We
1: went to you know, a kind of yeah, kind of yeah. off season intro song yeah. with BA. Yeah. As the song that was through the regular season turned out to be bad luck, um, so we're trying to pick up something different and mm-hmm. see if we can start something new. Yeah, you
3: know, you know what? Bieda, I mean,
1: don't want on the cruise. I he, saw, I you saw probably a, couldn't have picked a wrong Chris Stapleton song to me. Why? But I think Randy's saying maybe try again, go back I mean, to the I drawing mean,
3: board. I mean, look at it. He's been on the cruise. He uh, got. I saw he got some new duds up there. Got a new studio, new new colorful <laughs> buttons, and then he gonna come with this, man. I mean.
0: I love that song. So, Randy, I'll be honest with you. The last two songs I've used on your show were essentially both, like, alcoholic anthems. Yeah! <laughs> I probably... For the sake of my reputation, needed to go <laughs> in something a little different, and you know I think you need to give White Horse a, white horse a little bit more of a chance. You know, you gotta kind of, kind of let it breathe a little bit, and just sort of, yeah, it definitely kicks in and kind of gets going. Now, some of the Stapleton stuffs a little bit mellow. Not all of that's my cup of tea, but I do have to admit of the sort of newer songs that are out there right now. This is probably my favorite. Isn't White Horse about drugs though? Is it really?
1: No, I don't think. I'm it. just kidding. I don't think it is. I don't oh, think it really. Man, is. So i do not even cool Yeah, oh, man, oh, it's, oh, about, oh, it's oh, about it's about cocaine. No, I don't. I don't think it actually is. But I guess that could be a term for that. Anyway, Brandon Adams joins us here as he always does on Tuesdays. Uh, brought to you by R.S. Andrews Air Conditioning, Heating, Plumbing, and Electrical. B.A. I know since the last time we talked, um, Jim Harbaugh has officially left Michigan. So that makes three out of the four. Head coaches of the college football playoff teams either retired in the NFL or on a different team. Now, one of them went from one team to the other, but still, uh, three out of the four teams in the college football playoff moved on. Um, you think that's a trend or an outlier?
0: I think it's probably more of an outlier because I, I don't know how often in the future, you know, the guy like Harbaugh is going to be leaving college to go to the NFL. Sometimes that happens, sometimes it doesn't. In the case of Harbaugh, he clearly wanted to be in the NFL, and the previous then it had some success. So, you know, the idea that we're having this much, you know, changeover, I would say it's probably more of an outlier than anything else because also you have the issue where one guy left one school to go to the other. So, you know, we we obviously live in kind of a time of change when it comes to college football, but in terms of this kind of changeover with head coaches, I I don't know that we'll see as much of uh, this moving forward, but it clearly sets up a landscape. For 2024 where the sport's going to feel a lot different than they did 12 months ago.
3: Do you think, because I mean, the NCAA, they, they're they going to get Michigan. Do you think it's, it won't be as bad, say, if he was there then because he's not there.
0: So do you really think they will do that? I mean, I, I sort of feel like Michigan is kind of above the line of sort of too big to fail where, you know, one of the biggest programs in the Midwest, a lot of very fancy people, you know, claim Michigan degrees. And so this sort of feels like the kind of thing that the NCAA will drag out, investigate for a while, but never come back with sort of any real serious punishment for it. The NCAA likes, uh, you know, I think sort of picking fights against sort of lesser, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. opponents from time to time, you know, ultimately I really don't know how much power the NCAA really has to do anything to Michigan, but your overall point, now that Harbaugh is gone, it all seems really, you know, just kind of sort of beside the point. Now I would agree with that although I'm not really quite so sure they ever really had the, any real power to do anything about Michigan anyway. I think they should have. Frankly, I think that Michigan should have self-imposed. that. I think that Michigan should have voluntarily set out of this year's college football playoff to show us wish they, they really have. do take the sort of pomposity <laughs> seriously about how much better they are than everybody else. This was their chance to prove that, and obviously they chose not to.
1: Sure, is, I wish they would have. That would have been great. Um, yeah. So so you think that that's that? Like Michigan is just kind of like in the – because the big – it was two. it wasn't just the NCAA that got them last year. The Big Ten had the three-game suspension at the end of the season for the cheating, uh, the spying, all of that. It was the NCAA that got them early in the year, and I think that was self-imposed at the beginning of the year where they had the three-game where Harbaugh couldn't be there. Yeah. They missed six games last year, by the way. there was six games, yeah. the national championship team. Uh, their head coach wasn't on the sideline for. Another uh, guy that's their head coach now was. But So you think that's that, huh? They're, just, they're free and clear now? Michigan goes on about their business?
0: Well, two things about this. A, as you said before, what a great you know benefit for Sharon Moore when the guy that you replaced was suspended for multiple games for two different things in the a year before you know, you become the, became the head coach. He got a lot of good experience out of that. Uh, but as far as the other point, yeah, I do kind of feel like this probably goes away a little bit because while I believe that Connor and stuff was all real and I do think that Michigan truly benefited from that, I have to admit I think part of the reason some of this stuff came to light is I think there are a lot of people that don't like Jim Harbaugh. Fairly or not, there are a lot of people that don't like Jim Harbaugh. And so some of the pressing on this at the Big Ten level, and maybe even sometimes even within, like, say, the Michigan program, I I think even within his own program, I don't think that Harbaugh was all that popular. So I do believe within, like, say, Big Ten circles, within NCAA circles, I do believe that Michigan will be viewed a little bit differently because I just think that Harbaugh has a habit of rubbing people the wrong way. And I think the motivation to, like, throw the book at Michigan now with him not there anymore, I think that probably is a lesson to an extent.
3: B.A., hey, and I wanted to ask because we talked about this last week before you went on the cruise and everything. You do see a lot of representation of schools on these cruises and on vacations and everything, especially down in the Caribbean. Was it a lot more of those Michigan fans on the boat? Like, was it – did? It, because when I was there I, last year when Georgia won, I had all my Georgia stuff on. It was all the respect, people coming by, even with their schools on. Was it something similar to that with Michigan teams?
0: Well, I didn't see as much of it on the cruise, but I do see it in life just more. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, the, the maize and blue is mm-hmm. sort of out yep. in full force. And listen, I do get it. I mean, you know, uh, a couple of years ago, you know, Georgia won a, a national championship this first time in a little while. And so, gosh knows, we were all over the place. And I guess this is Michigan's kind of turn to do, you know, some of that too. So, I think there's definitely going to be more of that. And I would also say, like, moving forward in a place like Atlanta, where almost every fan base is represented in a pretty large way because people move to Atlanta on a pretty regular basis, I do think you're going to see more of this going forward where it's sort of like, you know, Big Ten versus SEC, not through from the idea of, like, the conference prize. I think a lot of that stuff has kind of gone away. But from the idea of everybody's competing for kind of the, the limited resources, the money, the TV contracts, the players, the coaches, And right now, you know, the Big Ten sort of feels like they've got, you know, that prestige because they've got the national championship. The SEC is used to having that. I do believe the upcoming year is going to be working to try to get that back. I think you're going to see more of that in the future where there really is kind of an arms race between the two top leagues that's kind of distanced themselves from the others. And, you know, right now the Big Ten can claim some bragging rights because they've got the uh, championship trophy, no matter how ill-gotten it was uh, conceived. I will say –
1: I've seen more Michigan flags out front of houses really over the yeah. last month or so, then yeah, like it, it they kind of pop up when when teams are doing well, like our neighborhood we got a, we got a Washington flag it's flying still. we' try to switch over to the Braves at some point in the future uh, there's a Michigan one there's a Notre Dame one that's always up there. And then there's a damn Oregon flag. Of all the oh, of wow. all
0: the flags, <laughs> I'm 3,000 miles away <laughs> and there's an Oregon Northwest flag. has followed you all the way to your neighborhood. That's that that's impressive Nothing irritates that, me uh, more. Nothing
1: irritates me more than when I see that gold and yellow or that that green and gold. Oh, 3,000 miles away from Eugene. Um, hey, how much do you pay attention to uh, the the sen- obviously there, there's some Georgia guys that are participating. How how much do you pay attention to the senior Bowl?
0: I guess a little bit. It's probably not my favorite thing quite as much. I don't like all-star football games just because I think that football is one of those things that's meant to be intense, and I don't know how intense something like this is. And obviously the pre-draft workouts or like the pre-senior bowl workouts are probably some of the, I guess, the more important things that go on. And I do kind of hope the Georgia guys do well there on that. But I would have to say that I don't know that the senior bowl stuff quite gets me, you know, quite as well. But it is another example of something that's kind of cool for Georgia, which is, in addition to all the, like, the elite prospects, high four-star, five-star guys Georgia brought in, this is also a program that's gotten pretty good at developing the sort of like lower-level three-star or in mm-hmm. some cases even less heralded than that. Like Ladd McConkey, we expect him to kind of show out a little bit this week. I think that's kind of a cool sort of furthering of a brand of Georgia of getting a little bit more out of guys that weren't expected to do much. I would say that Javon Bullard's a little bit like that too, a guy that – really became a much better player at Georgia than his recruiting profile would have ever suggested. So in terms of what I am interested in when it comes to the senior bowl, it's that kind of stuff of some of the guys that Georgia has and expecting to do well there were not guys that were predicted to do so by the recruiting services. And in addition to the elite recruits that Georgia does get, that's always a very good thing for your program overall.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Like Ladd McConkie, we were just talking about it in a break. Yeah. If, if he does well here and the combine and all that kind of stuff, there's talks of him being able to work his way into the second round. Yeah. Like that's a guy who, you know, three star, nobody's really thinking about him that much when he gets on campus, obviously had an incredible career, but yeah, that's another kind of another kind of recruiting pitch that Kirby can make. And for
0: your audience, you know, who maybe doesn't follow George's close just but likes the NFL draft, like the one thing to keep in mind about McConkey is is that this was a real miss by the recruiting industry. And everybody will, you know, say that they just didn't see him enough to really, you know, you know, Recognize what he was, but McConkie's athletic. I'm guessing he'll do really well when it comes like the short cone drill. Mm -hmm. His leaping ability is pretty good. I mean, people want to compare him, obvious, you know, you know, to the other white wide receivers. But the truth is, is athletically, McConkie actually brings a whole lot to the table that goes beyond just some of the more sort of like stereotypical stuff that you sometimes hear.
1: You could say sneaky athletic. Sneaky. That's what we like (laughs) to say (laughs) when talking about white wide receivers. Receivers. Ba, we appreciate Appreciate it.
0: Uh, good to be with you guys as always.
1: Brandon Adams there. Always a great conversation. Nothing sneaky about B.A.'s athleticism. No. Yeah. It just doesn't exist. No, no, no. It's not no, sneaky. No, no, it just doesn't no, exist. No, 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 no. Hey, this hour is no. brought to you by the Man Cave Store. <laughs> Up your Man Cave game this football season at mancavestore.com. So
3: this is a Barry Church song? This? No, the other song. The song he came Barry Church? No, it was uh, Chris Stapleton. How about I get Barry Church yet? Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Chris. Is, is, it, a, is, is there a church guy? Huh? Isn't there a church? Oh, is it Eric Church? Oh, there it is. Okay. I knew the church guy there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just didn't know what it was.
1: Yep. All right. We'll come back. Your go-to show for all your country music needs right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. The AMA is next. Any question, any topic, 404-726-0929. Load the phone lines up. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.
3: After the end of a good fight.
0: We're queuing up your questions with the Midday's AMA. Ask me
4: anything.
1: Glad you asked. On Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Brought to you by Right from the Heart, Heart rightfromtheheart.org. This hour of the Midday Show brought to you by the Man Cave Store. Up your Man Cave game this football season at mancavestore.com. The AMA to wrap the show up every single day. Any question, any topic. Full phone line. So let's start with Jacob, who's incoming. Hey, Jacob
4: hey guys how y'all doing today pretty good hey real quick so i have a question but first wanted to tell you a quick story uh andy um, so a few years ago a buddy of mine we all went up to his bachelor party in nashville and there was about nine of us and all of us were married except for our buddy we didn't know the women folks that were also in attendance doing their own thing when we got ready to go out, they actually had shirts with their faces for all the guys to wear out that night. <laughs> so we, we found out real quick who had strong marriages in that group of friends. I will say that. Um, <laughs> but no, real quick. So my question was, Andy, Randy, had do you guys, have you ever had legitimate shine, right? Like mm. the shine that you get from a one-man arm, yeah. A one-armed man that has a lot of land up in the mountains, mm-hmm. like that kind of shine, not something oh. you buy at your local store. Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah, dog. Yep. <laughs> um, I had a teammate, and when I went to Georgia, I'm talking about he's from like backwoods, Georgia, and uh, he brought some on the plane. And Andy, I thought the damn mask was going to drop from the, from that thing. That, yeah. I mean, it, well, whoosh. Yeah, it's not good. It is,
1: whoo. Yeah, that's a, it's, that,
3: not, it's not good. And then well, a good friend of my mother, he's from the mountains up in Virginia. Uh, I don't know, oh, he probably, you probably, you probably, you did meet him he was at my mom's birthday party. Okay. And he brought back with him to that party, mm-hmm. brought back some of that stuff from up there in the mountains. Yeah. Uh, White know, lightning. It's in the garage. It's in the garage, because I didn't want to be, I didn't want to be rude or not, so I got it. But it's in my garage right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, just in case yeah. you need to remove some paint. Yeah,
3: yeah, it's in my garage right now.
1: Yeah, no, I've had some. Um, my, Like I've said, told the story many times, my wife's family is from where they're from, mm-hmm. Waynesville, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Smack dab in the middle of the Appalachian Mountains, and they were friends with Popcorn Sutton.
3: Yeah, and Popcorn Sutton uses raccoon um, yeah. balls to. No, nah, penis. Yeah, yeah. To, 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 to clean his teeth,
1: right? Something, I don't know. Yeah. He had it in his hat. Yeah, anyway, they still have a half jar of his stuff at their house. Did they ever drink it? When, uh, when, when Yankees come by for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> when I gave like, yeah, you one? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, you want to try some real Carolina shine? Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, sure. I don't, Whatever. <laughs> Had a shot of it. Oh, my God.
3: Disgusting.
1: So bad. So strong. I mean, one shot of it. It's all you need, pretty much. Real yeah, like,
3: Carolina shine. Like
1: genuine popcorn Sutton moonshine, which, if you don't know who that is, he's on, I don't know, You can, he's on the one of the famous moonshiners from up there. They knew him. Like, my, my wife and him would have joint birthday parties. That's what we're talking about.
3: Your wife? Yeah. Hold on. Ashley would have a joint birthday parties. When she
1: was young. Oh, 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 oh. You said with him. That's what I was with like. With him. He's like, how old is this dude? I don't know. Older than her, but their birthdays are one day apart. So they would have like big get togethers and it would be like, Happy birthday, dear popcorn and Ashley. Get the hell out of here. I'm not lying to you. Why would I lie? <laughs> what do I have to gain? Dude, do I need to by go? By telling further stories go, about what Hill people in Do I need to go to Yeah, man. Right. Come on up. Come this, with me. I need to come see this parrot
3: on a, uh, on a raccoon. Well, he a raccoon. died, and so did, oh, the, right. so did the squirrel. I'm sure he's not the only person that with a pet damn raccoon. A, squ- a pet, squ- pet squirrel. A pet squirrel. I'm yeah. sure.
1: You need to come up, though, but stay with Jim. Be with Jim. Well, Jim knows everybody, right? <laughs> yep.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jim knows everybody. That's who you need. All right. Uh, Mo is walking his dog. Hey, Mo.
4: Fellas, what's going on? Hi, Mo. What up, Mo? All right, so I'm walking this big bull mastiff. So sorry about any wind y'all might hear. I have a question for Andy and a question for Randy at this point, and from which I was just talking about, it's Moonshiners on Discovery Channel, Mm. and the uh, thing was used for the drip. Yeah, Um, yeah, right, right, from the still. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So we saw Lamar Jackson catch his own pass. One of the freakiest plays I've ever seen in life. So what's the freakiest play that you guys have ever seen in any sport? And for um, Andy. So I got two dogs. I know you're kind of a dog person. Yeah. I got a male and a female. I have an American style Terrier, and I have a bull master. My bull master is the baby, but now she's bigger, and they're not getting along. Any tips for me on how to get them to get along?
1: Well, that's... I- I'm. I've only been a one dog at a time yeah, guy. Yeah. So I don't have. Unfortunately, I don't have a ton of great tips on that. You guys ever had multiple dogs at the same time? Uh, we, we've only ever had one dog uh, at a time my whole life growing up. Uh, well, no. I guess when I was really little, my dad had like a small. It's kind of a, kind of looked like a retriever, but it was smaller. Kind of a mutt and a chihuahua, and they hated each other. Right. And so they had to get rid of the chihuahua. So I don't have a lot of advice on that one uh, other than don't get a chihuahua because those things are mean as dude, hell and, and, yappy ways, and
3: I mean I've seen so many. It's hard to even quantify the like stuff that happened that the that Lamar did. No. Nah, it's, it's been a while since I've seen that. But I mean I've seen some stuff where you're like, damn. Probably the best stuff I ever saw in
1: person was Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah. Like just pop-ups that you know well, obviously no one's gonna get that. Yeah. I was at the I mean they show the highlight all the time. It's kind of a low light too, because he broke his wrist. But the one where he goes crashing into the wall, like feet first and arm. We were at that game. Right. And so it was crazy that he caught it. Crowd's going wild, but then he's down on the ground. He broke his wrist. And then he comes off the field and he's all, you know, obviously he's in pain. He was out for 100 games that year, unfortunately. But it was, uh, that's probably the greatest catch I ever saw. What a triple
0: play in the playoffs last year that was pretty
1: freaky. (laughs) That's awesome. So you saw that in person, too. I was there, yeah. You were there. I saw one point safety in person. I don't know what that means. uh, On a PAT. Uh, This was in the Fiesta Bowl years ago I was at, Oregon and Kansas State. The PAT gets blocked. Right. Uh, Kansas State, or I think it's, I forget how it went. One of the teams caught the ball. I think Kansas State catches it. They try and run it around the end. They go into the end zone. That guy tries to lateral it, and it gets recovered in the end zone. One-point safety. Wow, that's crazy. Um, all right, Mike is in Roswell. Hey, Mike.
4: Hey, guys. How y'all doing? Pretty good. Uh, I, was, I was calling to get some advice. I kind of got an idea about uh, Randy's answer, but I'm going to ask anyway. Right. I, I think me and Randy's on the same page. Um, I've got grown children, mm. been married 20 years. My wife gets in a heated argument on the phone with one of my boys. She
3: asked me to stay out of it. Which do I do? Oh. Uh, okay, so your, your grown son is, is fussing with your wife. And she tells you to stay yes, out sir. of it. Stay the hell out of it. Yeah, I stay out of it. Yeah. I, w- I, I would probably stay out of it unless it got to a, to a point where I need to intervene because, boy, that's still your mama. All right? I don't care how grown you it's are. True. That's still your mama, and that's so, my wife. And that's my wife, yeah. exactly. And that's my wife. So I, I would tell I would tell my wife this: No matter what happens, we will always be on the same page. All right. I'll never united ever, front. I'll never, you have ever, to be. I'll never take my child's side over my wife or nothing. Right there, her wife is. She's right. Another to prove it otherwise. Right. Yeah. You ain't because I ain't sleeping on no couch for nobody. <laughs> I would not be in the doghouse for for my child. Yeah. No for, way. Taking his side no or hers. Way. No Mm-mm. way. Mm-mm. <laughs> One of my favorite things, though, as I get older,
1: is to stay out of it. Like, even if, like, he was advised to stay out mm-hmm. of it, so great, yep. sure. Even when not advised. I love, like, maybe when I was younger, I used to kind of stick my nose in stuff that mm-hmm. I didn't have any business right. in. Right, As you get older, you realize you don't have to do that. Like, yep. staying out of it is one of the most amazing things you can do in yeah. life. Oh, you know what I'm going to do? Not worry about it. Not yep. going to have anything to do with that. Doesn't have anything to do with me. Not having an opinion on something is one of my favorite things. Hell yeah! Oh, it's so great. Yeah. What do you think? I don't, I don't think about it, yeah. and I'm not going yeah. to. Hey, you and know, you can't make me it's think about it. The best thing I've ever. Done. Yeah, I'm just going to stay over here and stay not think about it. I'm going to stay in my lane. My lane. Yeah, my lane's narrow over here, all the way on the right, going the speed limit. Okay, you guys go over there and speed. Do what you want. Uh, Will is in Atlanta.
4: Hey, what's up, guys? There Hi, Will. You go. Hey, so Brock Bauer's going to the draft. What um, Do y'all think he could classify himself as a wide receiver? So after five years, when he goes for his big contracts, he can get wide receiver money versus uh, tight end money? And be, then also, oh,
3: can you guys bring back the segment where you pull baseball or uh, football cards if Randy talks about old dudes from the early 2000s? Hey, man, don't be old, first of all. <laughs> all right. Yeah,
0: no,
1: we're right about... Uh, we're a couple weeks away from Super Bowl, so yeah. we're right about time to need some extra stuff to talk about. So uh, sure,
3: okay. Uh, well, you remember Jimmy Graham tried to do that when uh, during, uh, during yeah, the yeah because he wanted more money. Yeah, because he wanted more money. Uh, they 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 got a stricter rule in that nowadays, and it's not even about what you classify yourself as. It's what the NFL classifies you as, and the NFL classifies Brock Bowers as a tight end.
1: Yeah, good thought though. Yeah, and is. he can make a lot more yeah. money if he did it, yeah. but I don't. I don't think he can. Yeah. All right, let's get the takeaways of the day.
0: As our show heads into the final stretch, it's time for the takeaway of the day so
2: many achievements
0: on andy and randy sports radio 92.9 the game
3: takeaways of the day every day to wrap up the show uh andy will do whatever she says when she's listening (laughs) and there's always been dumb people there has i think now they can just talk to each other easier i couldn't think of that word that big word ape said
1: they can message each other now like there's communities online of these people they would have never met before yes and now they can be like you're right that's not crazy they're crazy Let's My overthrow goodness. the government. My goodness. All right. Um, Randy has some underwear with his, some draws with his wife's face yeah, on it. Yeah, but got them draws. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I are mean, draw, so
3: draws, man. They need draws. Underwear. You, are you wearing them?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: there you go. That's the spirit. Uh, <laughs> Is quanti- that what
1: you meant when you asked, do I want to see him"? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know how close <laughs> I was.
3: Damn. <laughs> uh, quantifiable has no business in the NFL. <laughs> and uh, best case scenario for the Falcons, Raheem Morris becomes a tree trunk. You <laughs> did
1: say that. <laughs> I did. I did. I did. Uh, just a PSA for everyone. Uh, don't ever correct Mama on what she does for them grandkids. Oh, no, dog. You get some <laughs> problems. Especially if she's giving them money. I, Th- then you don't have to. <laughs> we'll be right back and see what Dukes and Bell have for you coming up next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.